80% of high school students choose a college based on their friends. Don't let that be your student. This is Cutthroat College Planning, where we tell you everything you need to know about life after high school. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cutthroat College Planning. My name is Hector Lopez. Alongside of me, as always, is Kayla Record. And we are going to continue our college app applications. This is going to be fun. That was weird the way I said that. We're going to continue our college application series. I think that's what I meant to say. Okay. Okay. That's okay. We're going to be talking. Yeah. We talked a little bit about common applications last time. So we're going to get into a couple different non-common applications. Said that right too. There's some tongue twisters on this episode. Maybe we should name it the tongue twister episode. Um, I'm good with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to talk about specialty degree applications. We mentioned Mm -hmm. that a little bit last time as well, but we're going to go into a little bit more in depth today, along with state school applications, specifically um, the SUNY state school um, applications, because Mm -hmm. um, that happens to be the state that we're residing in. Well, I reside in, and. A lot of the people that we work with reside in. So very true. Um, and we're excited. So Kayla, get right into some specialty degree applications. Um, give us a little bit of the nuances behind those. So for parents with students who are looking for maybe theater or something that is, um, you know, music based, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There are certain application additions. There are supplemental pieces that are required, and there's a lot of times meaning that there's deadlines and those deadlines are not consistent with the application deadlines again as we've mentioned before things like that is strategic um a college do they tend to be earlier after earlier earlier okay earlier so it's important to keep track of this yeah and use our application our college app tracker that we've mentioned and we have on our site too in previous episodes yes um so what's important is first the deadlines are earlier right Meaning, you may have a three-minute video that has to be submitted. Mm. You may have an audition piece that has to be done. You may have an in-person audition piece that has to be done. If you're applying to Boston College and you have an in-person audition you need to do, you might want to know that deadline ahead of time, right? That might be pretty relevant, especially if you don't live near Boston. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I've had that happen to a student before, Mm. and last-minute flight was pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, and that's just to apply. This doesn't mean you're getting in. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just to apply. And to have your application even looked at and considered. Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to see how well can you follow deadlines, how well can you submit and stand out, but also who doesn't? Who can they wean out because you haven't followed those deadlines and you haven't submitted these extra pieces? Who mm-hmm. has gone the extra mile to truly submit and put together a full package for their application? Because that's going to tell them if you're a student that's going to go the extra mile, mm-hmm. either in your program there or at that school. Mm-hmm. So once you apply to that specialty mm-hmm. degree application, you also have an opportunity to apply to the school. You do. Correct? It's a little weird, right? Yeah, that is really weird. Yeah, it's kind of tricky. Huh. Yes. So there are certain programs and certain schools where you can apply to the program but you're not actually accepted into the school. You're accepted to the program, meaning... Are, are there some schools that when you do apply to the program, it automatically puts you in the pool for mm-hmm. the school? And the majority do. Okay. It's very odd nuances. You'll see this in more of your Ivies a lot of times, um, or your D1 schools will use this process just to kind of wean out um, how many students come into their general... Mm-hmm. like school of business or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. 
So you may have applied to a program. Um, you may have applied to an engineering program, right? And you get accepted to the engineering program and say you have to maintain a certain GPA and then you fall below and then you get put on academic probation. Academic probation says you haven't met the standards that we need for this program. You have gotten below a B average and 80% average and therefore you are no longer in the program. Okay, what happens? Okay, great. Then? Like do you pack yeah. your bags and like like, well, like practically walk me through that. Like, well, you okay, could. you're in the engineering program and there are specific classes for that program. Do mm. you halfway through the semester, you're like not part of that those classes anymore or? See, this is why it's important to know what you've applied to. Yeah. And to know if the terms are different. Um, so in, in one case, yes, yes, that could happen. You could be told, and I can speak from personal experience. Um, you could be told, great, thanks for your contribution. However, you were accepted to the program. You weren't really accepted to the actual general program. You weren't accepted to our general university or general college, right? You were accepted to a specific program. You don't meet the guidelines. I'm sorry about your luck. You're welcome to reapply. And so they just kick you out. Yeah. Basically, they say, like, you didn't hit the requirement for this program, and mm -hmm. now you can no longer attend our classes. Well, they will allow you to apply. Again, remember going back to the application process. But is it for, like, another process. semester? At a fee. Oh, my goodness. Yes. They will let you apply to their school or apply to a different program, and you're welcome to go through the process again. However, there could be a year delay, depending how long it is and when that cutoff is. Jeez. Um, now, this is not to say this is for every one of them. There are a lot of programs that do not do that. It accepts already your application for the program as an application of the school, mm -hmm. which is that means you makes sense. are already a student. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're a little more secure. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that sounds terrifying. It, it <laughs> is, especially when you don't know it, right? That, that sounds terrifying. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine going through all the work to uh, apply separately and doing all the extras and doing all of the, the mm -hmm. things to get into the specialty program and, and having that honor of being able to get in and then. Uh, not hitting the requirements and then being like, okay, you're done. Sorry like, about your luck. go, uh, go do something else. I just, I just can't imagine like being kicked out right in the middle of the semester. Okay, uh, but you should let you crazy. finish the semester because you'll get put oh, on academic will. probation until you're done with that class. Okay. Yes. Okay, but even but still, I mean, yeah, that's still that. an issue, but it just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Uh huh. <laughs> it is. Wow. It can okay. be scary not knowing what the terms are and really. Like I try to tell students, and I, if anything, if they take one thing away, have your bases covered. Yeah. You know, have a backup plan. Apply to both at the same time. That way, at least you are covered. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, let's get into state school applications specifically. Yes. SUNY. New York State University of New York. There are that's a bunch of those. Um, we have one in the area. We do. And they're starting to, I feel like they're starting to kind of take off a little bit. A lot of, they're getting a lot of notori notoriety in now. Mm -hmm. I cannot speak this episode well. They're getting a lot of <gasps> <Yeah>. notice. <laughs> yes. Notoriety works too. Okay. But notice, yes. So, um, and actually October, the month of October is a waived fee for New York State. So what does that mean? Um, it means that their application fees are waived. So you don't have to pay them. Nice. So they want to get as many as they can in. It's like a funneling process, right? They want to get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or thousands of applicants to 
pull in to gain an increase, right? To get a larger pool of a network and to really promote education and furthering this education of the students that are local, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just th- that right there goes back to the fact that they want to uh, make some money. But I mean, if you're not considering a state school and you hear that their applications are free, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we might as well just apply because you've already done it right. with the Common App and some private schools and you might already have your answers filled out. So why not? And exactly. that could deter a student from, or that could, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. impact a student from going from a different private school to eventually going to a, a state school. Absolutely. So. 100%. What, yeah. So. Yep. So um, we're gonna actually going to get into NCAA schools in a different episode. Um, there's tons of nuances with the NCAA episodes. Yeah. So um, we didn't want to um, put that into this one because we can probably do a whole separate episode on that. Easily. Um, Just on the timelines, deadlines, and the process alone, it's it's very different. So for the students looking towards your D1, D2s, um, we've got you covered, just not in this one. Cool. Yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, as we are many things. I so, think all things, actually. All things. We're excited. Um, so today you were telling me that um, when you were speaking to some students in some mm-hmm. high schools today that the question came up about declared and undeclared programs. Yes. I don't know much about this. Um, I know that we have this on our, on, our, on our docket to talk about. So tell me a little yeah. bit about uh, declared and undeclared and, and kind of what those questions were coming from students. Yes. So um, I have fielded quite a few questions and one specifically today about a student who had been in a declared program. Um, so for parents, most commonly you're going to see these terms when it is applying to such of a program like in engineering. This is something that a lot of times, it depending what concentration in engineering you're going into, can be really advantageous or hurtful, depending, right? So declared or undeclared. All that means is engineering, the school of engineering is huge. There's all kinds of facets and different types of programs within engineering typically. You've got aeronautical, you know, mechanical, industrial, all of these other areas, right? Mm-hmm. And things that different degrees within it are enormous. Yeah, like more specific. Right. Yeah. So if you were declared, it means when you have applied to the School of Engineering, you are stating that you are looking and only going through mechanical engineering, okay. for example. You're so going specific, to one of those specific areas. For a degree. For the degree. Right. Correct. So you could say, like, I have some thoughts, clearly. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jump on in. First one is, can you apply to a program Mm -hmm. and not declare? Yes. Okay. So, yes. That would be the undeclared. So, you're undeclared in that Mm -hmm. program, but you are also kind of declared in the sense of like like you Mm -hmm. are focusing your efforts toward that program specifically, though. So. Right? Well, so we'll keep with the engineering example here. Yeah. Um, undeclared means that you have applied to engineering. Their engineering program understands and is structured around freshmen. And sometimes I've seen even schools, freshmen and sophomores, where that program designates certain levels of classes where a student has to kind of, it's like a round robin, they have to kind of test each one of them. Within the major concentrations of that degree, right? Before they can say they declare 
what kind of an engineering program they're going to go into. So it lets them kind of test the waters out. Okay. Which I always recommend. Unless okay. you have one skill set yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, highly yeah. recommend the undeclared. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. Mm -hmm. um, so what about the student that isn't going to a specific program at a school? Mm -hmm. How do you advise them to choose their selection of declared or undeclared? Because what if they're going to, for liberal arts? Like, how, how does that, like... How does that work? Because yeah. I know that there are schools within schools. Like I know mm -hmm. that there's like, like you said, like the engineering school within mm -hmm. a specific, you know, community or uh, college. So how, how does that work? Because that, that kind of confuses me as well. I always recommend the undeclared option. Um, you're not forcing yourself into a path right now. Um, I also recommend, which is why the whole backing and the premise for the courses that we teach here, um, understanding what it is that your student is really good at and how that's going to align with the degree first, right? To help them already know before they even get to school what type of a program really is going to be the best for them. Okay. As opposed to spending extra years and extra time I see. kind of staying undeclared and generic going through the first two years of your, you know, your base level classes, right? Mm -hmm. Which, little caveat, I always recommend also taking those at your community colleges because yeah. they're a fraction of the cost and they are the same basically the same thing they're the same class, literally the same classes yeah okay so now give us a case mm -hmm. that declared would be um the best case scenario for a student so, to maybe fast track their timeline or exactly. figure out okay yeah sorry got ahead of myself there oh you're good <laughs> so there are cases where declared would be absolutely the best option that means you have a student that is really, really strongly skilled alignment to that program. Mm. So say mechanical engineering. I guess engineering is on my brain today. Yeah, we keep going back to that route. Yeah. I mean, hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, so say mechanical engineering, right? Skill set aligns perfectly. That's exactly what the student wants to do. So you're kind of fast tracking it by forcing four years to be focusing in more of the in-depth of that specific degree, as opposed to the generic, more general engineering programs. Mm. Meaning, they have a higher rate and are more competitively advantaged to be positioned for higher competitive internships yep. and career opportunities. Makes sense. And graduate programs. Okay. Okay, so that kind of that kind of helps me out too, kind of understand like, all right, if you're one track mind, you know exactly what you want to do. You have had this yes. dream of being an astronaut your whole life or a doctor your whole life, and that's really it. And you've taken the courses in high school, and you're really just overly prepared for that. Mm -hmm. uh, go declared if you don't know, um, but you kind of know the field that you want to be in. Go undeclared with yes. a specific program, yes. and then if you don't know anything. Uh, where you want to go, what you want to do. <laughs> don't declare don't. and maybe don't pick a program, a specialized program too. Mm -hmm. um, and we advise take that route in the community college because it's yes. uh, a lot more affordable. And um, that's the best way to do it. I think I think that um, yeah. was a great explanation actually. I didn't even know we were going to get that deep, but we kind of just narrowed down these three different types of people that... Yeah, we did. Um, I think everyone... Easy. Yeah, it was easy. And I think everyone fits into one of those. Yeah, they do. Um, I think most people will not really know exactly what they want. And then second most is, I know the general idea, 
Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know exactly what in that area. And I think um, going the undeclared route in some s situations, it really is more cost effective if you know the special specialty too, because if you yes. go declared and then back out and then go to a different one, like you're gonna have to apply maybe differently or you'll have to take more time mm -hmm. taking more classes, which means you're in school longer, which means you're paying more. So um, there's a bunch of different benefits to each of these. Yes, there are. And actually, you know, I'm gonna throw you for a loop here, go ahead. but I actually just remembered the conversation I was having earlier this morning with a parent and we were talking about why do admission counselors or your academic advisors, once you're accepted and say you've undeclared and you're a school of business, right? Pretty generic communication major, Yep. cookie cutter. So why would they tell your student and thinking about it as a parent's perspective, what is the benefit of them telling your student when they tell you, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I'm going to this general program, and then say sophomore year they decide they really have a passion for something else, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, that academic advisor is going to say, yes, absolutely, we can help you with that transfer. Yes, we can help you fill out this form and you can adjust and you can realign degrees. But what they're not telling you is they benefit financially from that decision, from your student making those mistakes. Yeah, they do. So again, our goal is to help your student not make those mistakes ahead of time mm -hmm. so that it doesn't cost you extra thousands and thousands and thousands. I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we exist. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So... Um, this was a great episode. This episode took a turn for the better, to be honest, um, which I'm excited about because we're always excited. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we declared. Uh, we went through different non-common applications for schools. Mm -hmm. We went through um, making sure that you're just covering yourself if you are applying for a uh, specialty degree program, that you're covering yourself and you're applying to that school too, just in case the worst happens. Get your backup um, plan. You have See a backup right. plan. And then we also talked about declared versus undeclared. I know I learned stuff clearly because I had so many questions uh, about what route to go if you are in that process. Mm -hmm. And I think we brought light to parents and students to, to really just um, figure out which way they want to go. So I'm excited for this series to continue. Um, we're too. hoping that you learn something each time and yet you refer back to our resources, which will always be in the links. Uh, and we're excited as always, always, to get into our next episode, <laughs> and we will see you in the next one. See you then.